one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Today we've got a crazy entitled parent story of being forced to give up a month's salary. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, entitled grandmother kicked out for taking advantage of family. My grandmother is, shall we say, a stubborn person. Normally, this stubbornness would manifest itself as wanting to cook a meal a certain way, even if she isn't the one cooking, or simply not backing down about a disagreement until she hears you say she's right and you're wrong. Aggravating stuff, but for the most part, we got along because I saw her in small doses. I'm also her only grandchild, so she was thrilled whenever I would come visit, and that largely outweighed any clashing we had. I got the sense it was also because she felt determined to have a good relationship with me after screwing things up with my mom, her daughter. Long story there, and it's not mine to tell, but she went no contact with my gran in high school and only reconnected with her after I was born, but things always remained tense between them. Anyways, things began when my grandmother's lease went up and she didn't want to renew it, so she moved out of her apartment and in with us. This was not an arrangement any of us were looking forward to, mainly because my parents have been trying to move out of our house since they bought it two decades prior. And also we all knew prolonged exposure to my gran without a way to escape would cause problems. But she's family and even if none of us were psyched about it, we're the only relatives she has. So we did the right thing and took her in. She's also not very excited about it because it meant she would be giving up an entire living space she'd been accustomed to. Living with her rapidly became difficult. She is, put plainly, a slob. She would carry a box of tissues with her everywhere, and when she used the tissue, instead of throwing it out, she would jam it wherever she was sitting. So our living room sofa quickly became a snotty mess. She would take food upstairs and never bring it back down. More than once, our kitchen was entirely empty of silverware, bowls, plates, etc., We had to go upstairs and remove all the moldy, crusty dishes and take them downstairs to be washed before we could use them. We asked her multiple times if she could help by just taking one dish down with her whenever she used the stairs. She would smile, nod, and then just not do it. Her bedroom looked like an episode of Hoarders because she used an ungodly amount of tissues and would fill entire trash bags with them, and that's not even counting the endless magazine subscriptions. She would also drink excessively. I used to run out to the store and get her favorite bottle of wine at her request. And she quickly graduated to drinking an entire large bottle in one, sometimes two days. It got to the point that my parents and I had a mini intervention and told her point blank that we would not get her anymore. She started getting it delivered to the house from online. One problem that affected me specifically was her radio. Her bedroom was next to mine, and the walls had no insulation, so sound carried over easily, and she would blast the radio all through the night, preventing me from getting any sleep. Multiple times, I would creep into her room at night and turn it down, only for her to suddenly wake up and turn it back on. Whenever I confronted her about it, she would get angry and say I should accommodate her being hard of hearing, and that I need to compromise. 
as if waiting until 2am to try to turn it down wasn't compromise enough. I bought her headphones, as well as a special pillow with a speaker inside it, so that she could better hear the radio without needing to turn it up so loud. She never even opened the box. The spoiled food problem eventually got so bad that there was a permanent spell, and when she found bugs in her room, she freaked out and blamed it on the house which was a bald-faced lie because my dad had gutted and remodeled the entire house with his bare hands. It was bought originally as a fixer-upper, hence why they were planning on selling it. Also, literal piles of rotting food tend to attract insects. Who knew? She eventually developed pneumonia and also blamed that on the house, even though by this point she wasn't leaving her room and hadn't bathed once in the six months she'd been living with either of us. She even got my dad to screw metal handlebars into the bathroom wall tile so she could use the tub, but never used them once. She was prescribed medicine for the pneumonia but would not take it, eventually requiring a nebulizer because of how severe it got. I think it actually might have transformed into something worse, but I can't remember the name. Two or three times, she had to return to the hospital because her condition worsened despite everything we did to keep her room clean and make sure she took her medicine. When this happened, we would pull all the furniture out of her bedroom and scrub the carpets, remove any mold and bugs, and pick up any trash and rotting food. Instead of being grateful or changing her habits, she would be upset that we touched her belongings and violated her privacy. The damage that she was doing to that room also meant that selling the house was impossible, but her presence there meant the room would never have an opportunity to improve or be worked on. It was around the second hospital trip that she started taking the little trash cans we had scattered around the house and using them as toilets. For context, the upstairs bathroom is literally next door to her room. She just couldn't be bothered to go to it. I vividly remember picking up a plastic can and it being full of urine. She also had an incredibly old cat that she'd brought with her who was a sweetheart but would defile the room with her waste because my gran couldn't clean the box herself. I'm definitely forgetting more things she did, but one thing I remember was my parents had gone away for the weekend and my boyfriend at the time came over. We ordered Indian takeout, which I knew my gran loves, so we offered to get her something as well. She took us up on it and my boyfriend paid for it despite my protests. We gave her food, only for her to call us back a few minutes later. She told my boyfriend that the rice in the takeout was the wrong kind and that she would not be eating it. Could he please take it away? I was flabbergasted by the rudeness of it all. My parents scolded her about how inappropriate that is to act, especially towards someone who isn't even a relative, but she tuned them out. Not once did she ever say thank you. Not when we cleaned her room or brought her groceries or cleaned up her waste. Nothing. My mom wanted nothing to do with her. My dad wanted to help but was too busy with work to really do anything, and even he reached his limit when her lifestyle began to damage the house. I was the most sympathetic to her, but she would summon me and ask me to do things, then send me away as if she were dismissing a servant. Even when I called her out on it, she didn't express any gratitude. I fully believe that she was exhibiting a textbook case of Diogenes syndrome or senile squalor syndrome because all of the behavior matched. She was depressed about not having her own space anymore. We were sympathetic to that and tried to get her out of her room many times, but she fought us every time and would refuse to admit her behavior was unhealthy. When we would point out how ungrateful and rude her behavior was, she would get defensive and end the conversation. She needed psychological help. 
At the very least, she needed some sort of cleaning service or in-home nurse aid, but she refused the idea of one every time it was brought up. Her behavior caused so much stress that the entire family was on edge and at each other's throats. It eventually reached a point where we admitted to ourselves that we were unfit to care for her because she needed professional help. We brought it up to her and she shut down the conversation so fast. I understand not wanting to go to a nursing home. I don't begrudge her that. But she would insist that she was independent when the fact was that if we ignored her requests, she'd be unable to fend for herself. She told us her solution was to keep things as they were. As long as we did things for her, she could take care of herself, because that's definitely what independence is. It was like talking to a brick wall. One day, while everyone was out of the house, we received a call that she had tried to go down our stairs, fell, and broke her back. The fall was not lethal, nor would it cause any permanent damage, which was a relief, but it meant that she would require lots of physical therapy and caregivers. The hospital assigned her a social worker, I think because of the care she would need, but she refused them by citing that her family, us, would take care of her needs. My father and I work full-time and my mother has a slew of health problems and chronic pain that make it difficult for her to even look after herself at times. The idea that all three of us, even if we weren't fed up with her, would be able to drop everything and take care of it was as hilarious as it was insulting. When she told us that was her plan, we had become so embittered toward her that our decision was easier than it should have been. We removed all of her belongings from the house and put them into the storage unit that contained the rest of her items she'd moved out of her old place with. We called the social worker and told her in no uncertain terms that she would not be allowed to move back in with us and would need to find another place to live. She was furious. She sent a slew of emails threatening to sue for wrongful eviction. She didn't pay rent and sign no contract with us, and theft of property, because we had touched her stuff. But we technically returned it to her because it didn't belong with us, and my dad paid for that storage unit. Those emails stopped pretty quickly when it became clear she wouldn't have a case, and wouldn't be able to intimidate us into letting her move back in. When she was discharged, she did go to an assisted living facility that the hospital partners with. She stayed there until she recovered, and despite everything, being in the hospital environment and the care facility improved the rest of her health a lot. But instead of staying, as soon as she was able to discharge herself, she did. She moved into a hotel and has been there since. I visited a few times to deliver some stuff that had been left behind. Each time I visited, the hotel room was in a worse state. We're pretty sure she'd been refusing room service because she's embarrassed by it, but without anyone cleaning, it's become caked in mold, dirty cat litter, and unwashed clothes. It's been over a year now, and I shudder to think what the place looks like now. It's terrible, but at this point, we're basically just waiting for the call that tells us she's passed. I know that her age and mind are partial causes of this, but there's only so much behavior and borderline abuse who can excuse away with that. Family accounts from relatives that go back decades before I was born also confirm that this is just how she is and has always been. I've moved in with my partner and my parents moved to their dream home and none of us have any contact with her. And she has no one to blame but herself. I'm not sorry that she's essentially getting her comeuppance, but I'm not happy about it either. I'm honestly really impressed that the hotel has allowed them to get it to that state. Like, you would think the hotel at some point would, like, force some kind of inspection, right? Or, like, some kind of worker would witness the conditions in there and report it. Shoot, 
I'm sure there must be like neighboring rooms that must start smelling or get, I don't know, some kind of side effect from that diseased room. This next story is a small update to my previous post where I didn't get a haircut so my dad threatened to shave me bald. So I pulled my mom down during her lunch break to talk to her. Just for a quick preface, me and my mom work in the same hospital. She, like I stated before, is a nurse while I'm just a barista at the cafe on the main floor of the building. I asked her why she never stuck up for me when it came to pops, and she tried to use every excuse she could, saying, you need to let it go. I told her, I've been letting it go for 10 years now, and I deserve an explanation to why you would let a man who has told me from day one he's not my father and made me fear him rather than love him do what he's done to me for so long. She tried to say that if she intervenes that things would only get worse and he would explode. I told her good, let him explode, let his probably last daughter see him for how he truly is and call the police. She finally caved. She explains that she does not want to be married to him because of his actions. She said he won't let her put anything in her name. The house, the cars, none of it is in her name. I asked, why not leave and use your savings to get by for a while? I'm sure living in an apartment and getting a less expensive car would certainly be better than dealing with him. She admitted to me that she used all of her savings to get herself through nursing school. Now, I should say that the nursing school my mother went to was a bit different than a normal one. Rather than go through years of college, spacing out the classes, they cram everything into one super high stress school year. The program isn't cheap, but has an extremely high hiring rate at nearly 100% of students getting hired into a hospital or clinic before they even fully graduate. My mom had done this program in 2020 while my dad was deployed and then COVID hit. Me and my sister were stuck in online school, but my mom was not. So her schoolwork, coupled with both of her kids stuck at home and no support from my dad other than him barking orders at her over the phone, stressed her out so much that she failed at the tail end of the school year. The class would kick you out if your grade dropped below a 70% and she unfortunately missed one too many questions on one of her last tests. But the director of the program begged her to come back again the next year because she knew my mom could do it. It used the last of her savings, but she did it and now has to earn back all that money. She told me it's hard because now that she has a job, my dad thinks he can just buy whatever he wants. I've heard her get on to him multiple times for spending money on PlayStation, but he always says, I thought the new Call of Duty weapon pack looked cool so I bought it whatever, it's my money anyway, or how instead of putting things in the Amazon card and talking to my mom about it, we'll just now buy it if he feels like it. I told my mom I can sympathize with that, but asked why she never told me rather than make it seem like I was alone in my dislike for his actions. She told me, it's an adult situation. I said, mom, I'm 19, gonna be 20 in June, I am an adult. I have two jobs and even pay or help on some of the bills and groceries. You should have told me a long time ago whether I was an adult or not. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. She apologized and said she was ashamed of herself. She then explained that she understood that I was right and that I didn't need to deal with his BS any longer than I already have, and that she would help me find a place. Even offered to help me talk to my friends and family and see if I can't go back home with them after their trip as a temporary place to stay. But she asked that when I leave, to not do it in a super dramatic way, and to just either leave when he gets deployed for a month in April, or to tell him way beforehand and to make sure there's no way he can try to shoot it down. She said there isn't anything she can do about the car, and she knew he wouldn't let me take it, but she offered to ask some friends and co-workers to help me move whenever I find a place and are able to leave. So I guess my mom's on my side. I told her I appreciate it, but it'll take longer for me to forgive her for letting him hurt me all these years. And she said she understands and will likely never forgive herself for it either. I'll update you guys with another post when the situation changes. Thank you all for your support. It means the world to me and feels amazing letting this off my chest. So I'm glad that OP and their mother realized and identified that this person is awful, abusive, controlling, manipulative, and are taking the steps to get away from them. What I will say is I sure hope that OP and their mom do not let their plans slip in any way to this guy. Cause God forbid, you don't want that situation to go nuclear until after the fact. Our next story is, yelp guess I can't defend myself anymore. So, for months, I already had in my mind that my father might be an entitled parent, since he always has in mind that I must do everything he says immediately just because he's my dad. Well, I guess that was just a supposition. Until now. Today I'd have my second Krav Maga class this week. For those who don't know, it's a self-defense martial art, which I do just for fun and to make some physical activities. My dad asked me earlier to take the clothes that were just washed, and I said I'd do it when I was going to take a shower. At first he didn't say anything about it, so I stayed in my room watching some videos. After some time he came in questioning about my future, like, how are you going to live alone someday if you can't even do what I tell you? That, because I said that next year I'll hopefully live alone in another city due to university and stuff. I took a deep breath and said, I told you I was going to do it before taking a shower and he started screaming saying that I was being disrespectful and I must do what he tells me to do because he pays for everything here. After that I asked him, why do you need to yell I'm talking normally to you? And he interrupted me saying, I'm yelling because you're being freaking disrespectful to me. And that continued for a couple of minutes. After hearing lots of yelling, I went to do what he told me while he was still yelling and saying I'll have no future, that I'm being disrespectful and yeah, all those entitled parent arguments you already know. After that I said, okay, I'm doing what you told me to, can you please stop yelling now? No one needs to hear that we're arguing. And guess what? He yelled even more and came close to me, trying to intimidate me as he was almost spitting on my face while talking to me. As I learned on the Krav Maga classes, I kept my hand raised in case he tried to punch me or something, but started to pop my fingers and he saw that and said, oh, you raised your freaking hands? What are you gonna do, huh? Punch me? 
Then do it. Come on, I want to see if you're brave enough. I again took a deep breath and said, I'm just popping my fingers. And he went away saying he wouldn't let me do the Krav Maga classes anymore because I was using it against him. That made me really freaking angry, but I managed to stay calm and don't start yelling like him. Since then, I'd just destroy every point I had until then. In the end, after lots of yelling from him, I tried to say that he was being childish because he always yells and tells me to shut up when I say something and that he doesn't even try to hear what I say. And he said, I don't need to hear what you say. You have no autonomy in this house. Once you start paying for your things, I'll start trying to hear you. And it ended with me saying, I really hope you think about what I said here. I want to live peacefully with you. Thing that won't happen if you continue being like that. Well, I think that was just another reason to start making some money to live alone as soon as possible. Definitely don't allow him to bully you into letting your guard down. And definitely don't allow them to bully you into stop self-defense or martial arts or anything. I agree with OP's last sentence. I think it's time to work towards getting out of there. Our next story is... Okay, whether I was or not the cause, this is surreal. So, today was my grandpa's birthday lunch, and we sat on a restaurant. My mother couldn't stop doing not very pretty comments like how slow I was eating or how I should instead watch rather than eat all with that snobbish faked accent. Then she went a step further by saying to my dad that I hurt her that morning, a thing that wasn't true by the way. After some more mocking from my mother, she said it was torture to eat with me and my sister, which I answered with that she was the torture. Then I can't remember what happened because it was too fast. My mom said I was somehow spoiling the party and everyone was looking at us on an empty aisle of the restaurant and she went outside to smoke and we haven't talked since yet. At first I thought I did spoil it indeed so I said sorry to my grandpa but now that I think this was pretty surreal. I don't even know if it's really worth engaging her on this like I would say maybe don't even give her the time. If she's going to sit there and insult you maybe just take it on the chin allow her to hurl those things at you and they just bounce right off you don't even give into it kill her with kindness this next story is i was forced to give all of my first month's salary to my well-to-do narc parents for context i'm a 25 year old female living in a different country than my parents i live in an expensive city where i pay my own bills i work and study full-time I was recently promoted from being an intern to a full-time employee and the first thing my dad says is, oh, so you're giving us your first salary? It was more telling than asking. All my life I've heard my dad say, I will die the day I have to take a single penny from you. The irony. Moreover, they are well-to-do. Anyways, knowing the narcissistic rage I'd face if I didn't heed them, I gave them all my salary and dug into my savings for my expenses. I also just recently paid for a part of my siblings, 20 year old male, vacation when he visited me, and yet they go around telling people how I used them only because I'm opinionated, like to be independent and want to marry the man I've loved for 8 years as opposed to the man they would have arranged for me. It makes me so upset and angry. My parents are narcissists, so I've had my fair share of physical, emotional and verbal abuse since my childhood. I was sent away to a boarding school in a different country as a means of punishment when I was 11 because I started acting out, lying to go hang out with friends due to physical and emotional abuse at home. So I basically grew up independently and learned everything on my own. I knew financial independence was my only ticket to freedom. By 18, I learned some skills, got part-time gigs, 
Then I did tons of internships, saved up, bought gifts for my family because it was expected of me. I love buying presents for my friends though. At 22, I had to pursue a master's degree because there was a threat of an arranged marriage and I felt that studying in a foreign university would buy me time and some physical distance. I knew my parents would use financial means to control me, so I suggested taking a loan to pay for my education. My dad turned the house upside down and was seething with so much anger at the mere suggestion. Anyway, all the while I'm studying full-time, I'm also working full-time to pay my bills. It was exhausting. My parents just piled on with nasty and hurtful comments every chance they got because they felt I was enjoying my life. I graduated top of my class, got a good job, and yet nothing makes them happy. All I hear is, you're in this position only because I worked so hard to provide for you, and we gave birth to you and you should respect us. So then, I'm coerced into giving them my salary while I actually needed to sustain myself. On top of that, they treat me badly and say crap about me to their friends. I might not have minded giving them my salary, but for parents who never treated me like a human being and have so much pride? This infuriates me, and yet I feel helpless. So I think this story definitely takes place in a culture that is unlike one that I've experienced growing up, but I still think this all just boils down to at some point putting your foot down and drawing a line in the sand. You just can't give in to your narcissistic, manipulative, greedy parents. Even if they are your parents, even if that is your culture to give that to them. Our next story is, but you'll look good for the pictures. Hello everyone, hope everyone had a good Valentine's Day. I have an interesting story to tell you about my grandma. Now, this is entirely new behavior from her, and it honestly doesn't make sense. I recently started growing my hair out. It's not terribly long right now, but it's getting to a length I'm happy with, and my grandma wants to cut it. Not take me to a barber, physically cut it herself. I of course object to this. I hate getting my hair cut and I didn't want to get any major haircuts anymore. The minor cuttings to get rid of dead hair I could deal with, but my grandma isn't having any of it. She whines that it would make me look better for school and for photos. Of course, I tell her that if I'm getting my senior photos done, I'm dressing how I look when I finish high school. None of this suit and tie BS. I'm doing a comfortable hoodie, pants, basketball shoes, and long hair. Here's a conversation of her and me going back and forth about it. Grandma says, I just want you to look good for your pictures. What happened to my baby boy? I said, Grandma, what are you on about? I'm still me. I'm just growing up. And as for my pictures, I'm going to be dressing how I want to dress. I'm not conforming to anyone. She says, but these photos will be the ones that everyone remembers what you look like in your senior year. And everyone wants you to look nice. It's not only me. I said, Grandma, I understand why you want me to look a certain way, but I don't want to dress in a way that won't be a representation of who I am. I want to be remembered the way I want to be remembered, not how anyone else wants me to be. I'm sorry, but that's my final decision. Now that's just one interaction. She hasn't dropped it since I moved in with my mom. See my previous posts for that info. I love my grandma and I understand where she's coming from with the photos, but I also want to be remembered in a way that represents me. I'm not going to be fake for anyone. Let me tell you, in my senior year of high school, we definitely had like the faux tuxedo thing that you had to put on for the pictures, but I definitely rocked long hair in my senior photo. I think what this comes down to is just a case of you want your own identity and you just want to be you and God forbid you want long hair, what's wrong with that? Our next story is, 
wholesome story about my mom being entitled on the day before her birthday. Clickbait title, my entitled mom threatens to not fight my dad on the day before her birthday. So this happened around 2009, 2010, I forget. It was the 24th of December and we were having a family lunch at one of our favorite restaurants. My parents and I were eating and my mom brought up the topic that tomorrow is her birthday. My dad responded with, okay, tomorrow we can go to the mall and buy some shoes. My mom's face turned sour and she sulked and stayed quiet the whole trip back. When we reached my dad's apartment building, my dad dropped us off as he had to return to work. My mom starts talking about how stingy my dad is and how for his birthday my mom bought him clothes, a Rolex, etc. When we reached the apartment, we sat down in the room and my mom called my dad. I still remember her exact words. They were, I don't want to fight, okay? I don't want to fight. If you don't want to give me presents, don't. Yes, the O was very long. Give me presents. I don't want to fight. She then hangs up the phone before my dad could say anything. After the call, she then lays on the bed with her back slightly upwards, telling me these exact words with my name changed, obviously. OP, mommy doesn't need presents, OP. Mommy only needs OP and daddy loves mommy. Mommy doesn't need presents, OP, with a sad but strong face. The evening when my dad came back from work, she just stayed in the room, pretending like nobody came home. So my dad carried on with his day. When midnight came, my dad and I wished her a happy birthday. The next morning, we decided to go to TGIF, and the whole car ride, she was looking outside the window with a sulk on her face. We then sat at a long table, then coincidentally met my dad's best friend and his family. We ate together, and after a short period of time, waiters all came to deliver her cake, which was ordered and booked months prior to her birthday. They all sang her happy birthday and some other birthday songs which I didn't know. My mom's face turned red with a huge smile. She then made a speech with a ketchup bottle, made a short speech. Gifts were later given by the waiters as he had asked them to hide them. She was so happy that day. And of course, me being the prankster that I am, made fun of her phone call while laughing my butt off. Honestly, I kind of feel bad for OP's mom in a way because initially they were basically like convinced that it was going to be a big letdown and did not expect much celebration for their special day. I mean, it worked out nice in the end, but like, you kind of understand why they would be a little upset. You know, you want some kind of celebration from your immediate family, especially your partner. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 